Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Random A. I am Rosenthorn, and I'm joined by Astra. Hello. By Gomer. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And by Ethan. Hello there. And this is our second week, so we have a lot of ep three episode twos and one episode one. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we don't need an intro this time. Let's just get into our first topic. Oh, boy, we're starting off cheery this week. It's Sarah for the End, episode two. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> and and I want I want first thing I want to say, I mentioned the last time that I thought uh, uh um what's his name blonde kid got donated. Um, Mika. I I had Mika. Thank you. I I I, I was calling it like we did not see the kid expire on screen, and I think the opening titles opening credits kind of gives away that he fucking survived somehow. Yeah. The the ending credits kind of does too. Uh, yeah. So is the way with anime openings and endings. Um, yeah. But we also have an opening and an ending this week. Uh, yes. Because we didn't have it last week for for uh, Owari and Azeroth. Uh, mm -hmm. I have a whole bunch of notes. <laughs> Good. I just I just have jokes. Uh. I took the most notes on my show, of course. Uh, but in fairness, I, I think I took the most notes on Seraph this week too. Yeah, Seraph at the end. <laughs> uh, I will start us off. Uh, so four years after the initial events of the first episode, we see you in a military-like uniform. He's in a combat area where he isn't supposed to be, and he takes down a monster called the Four Horsemen of Jod. I thought it was the Four Horsemen uh, of John. I think it's Jod. I heard the D at the end. I might uh, be wrong. I call them vampire kaiju mechs. This is also true. This is also true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the opening place, uh, and we get a sense of use bad case of Aaron attack on Titan syndrome. Yep. Uh, uh, for the before the opening, I have uh, so yay trauma flashbacks, and then. This is almost as painful as when I had had to force myself to quit uh, learning hamster style. <laughs> has anyone oh, seen? No. Has anyone seen the movie Orgasmo? I don't think I have. Oh, no, I have not. It's one of the better Trey Parker Matt Stone projects. Uh, like the guy keeps hitting at this backstory, and eventually we see wh why he quit hamster style fighting, and uh, it's just him dressed up as a kid at the breakfast table. And Tasma, you you may need to cut this in. It's uh. Dad, I don't think I want to do hamster style anymore. And the dad's just reading the paper. That's nice. Hey, Dad. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to do hamster style anymore. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was th that was what happened. Oh, that's funny. Uh, uh, get out of here, you big dumb animal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So we get to meet my second favorite character in the entire series, uh, which is Shinoa uh, uh, Hiragi. I think that's how you say your last name. I might be saying it wrong. Possibly. Uh, but she is my second favorite character in the series. I just like her because she's very smug. Uh, <laughs> and we find out from her, uh, while Yu is like kind of causing problems in his high school class because he's 16, uh, He's been given an assignment, and just like Twilight from My Little Pony, has to make a friend before his military suspension can be lifted. I don't remember that part of My Little Pony. 
Well, yeah, I learned about friendship. I just got like the fact that you just like, look, the military realizes that you are way too much of a little edge lord, so you have to make a friend, otherwise you're out. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, I have uh, the Four Horsemen of John, because apparently it was that in the subtitles. Uh, how was it? Oh God, the combat zone is DJ Hyde going to run this into the ground too? <laughs> uh, combat zone. Quick, stab it in the butthole mouth. Yeah. Extreme pegging. I gave it the opening a seven out of ten on the old slipometer. Oh come on! Even in the apocalypse, I can't I can't escape school. Well, that's kind of my question. Like, why would they just build a high school just like after the apocalypse? Do you think it'd be like hospitals or like it's, military it's, centers? Like, no, let's just build a high school. Well, okay. <laughs> I have, it sounds, it looks, sounds like they got those too. I have a theory. Yeah. Uh, so we'll oh, do share. Go. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I want to get so there's a flashback. Uh. <laughs> right after uh, you gets told that he has to make friends because he can't be a little lone wolf like he wants to be. Uh, and you get a flashback to four years prior after you escaped uh, the vampires and everything. Uh, and it's Gurren talking to him. Uh, Gurren details that the world population uh, was only reduced by 90%. Uh and the trumpeters of the fucking apocalypse release these bizarre monsters all over the world uh, who have just great, great designs. Uh, um, Gurren's full name is Ijinos Gurren, and he's a lieutenant colonel for the Imperial Demon Army. Let's see. Uh, God, army recruiters are getting even more ruthless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the phrase, mandatory friendship. Yeah. Uh, so the virus... <laughs> I think also the phrase... Of- I think the other one, mandatory miniskirts. Like, that cannot be military appropriate. We might get to FMA eventually. Uh, oh, goody, imperialism. And then... Oh, fun! When they pan down before he's joined, what's with his weird calf shackles? Uh... You, uh well, <laughs> the shackles, if you will. <laughs> Uh, I wish I could answer that. Uh, it's animated character design. Animated character design, okay. <laughs> Aesthetics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So weird that Jap- most of the world dying didn't stop Japanese society from returning to its cliched self. Like, the- those in the <laughs> Japanese government who survived realized we must build a uh, return to high school tropes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just looked out the window. I still love the fact he just said, I'm a soldier, damn it. Just like, shut up, cloud. <laughs> <laughs> So after that, after that flashback, uh, we go back to the present day. Uh, Shinoa is psychoanalyzing you in real time. Uh, yep. <laughs> she she tells him uh, a bunch of things about himself, and then he gets even more mopey. Uh, I do want to point out a, la- a nice little detail that I enjoy. Shinoa uh, was going to ask you if he wanted a girlfriend or a boyfriend, but she gets cut off before yes. she can finish boyfriend. Yes, that was yeah. that was cool. She she tries she tries to get him to fuck a dude a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, have a. <laughs> I don't want to get laid. I want to kill vampires. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> if uh, there's girls there, I don't want to do them. 
Uh, I mean, to be fair, I, I my first thought would be, oh, why not do both? But then it's really hard to kill a vampire when you're inside someone. <laughs> yeah, you, you can only put your stake in one pl- in one place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I have I to move uh, on from that. The podcast is over now. Uh, I, I have to uh, <laughs> because of Twitch's new rules. I have to uh, to use a uh, a similar sounding word. There's no place in the army for Virginians. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Th- thanks, Twitch. <laughs> uh, so you kind of talks about that there. Uh, he wants to be put in specifically to the Vampire Extinction Unit. Uh, and then after that, he's sulking, and uh, Chanel is like continuously watching him. She's like the observer for him to see if like he can make a friend. Uh. You stops a kid from being bullied, or tries to, uh, but is then told by Shinoa that he can't fight civilians, because if he does, his military extension will be extended further. Which, yeah, that that serves to be a bit of like, oh, what, really? Fuck bullshit. I mean, I, you know, am I just yeah. am I just supposed to let my, uh, let this guy and myself get beat up? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. Uh. The the person that you tried to save is named Yoichi Saudame. Uh, Wait, his name is what? Yoichi Saotome. Okay, I thought you said Sodomy. No. <laughs> no I was no. like, they're not exactly subtle about the, the shipping, but goddamn. Well, you, you still need to be careful with his stake in that case. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. This is the vibe of the podcast, people. Wait till we yeah. get to plus, baby. Wait till we get to the show about fuck robots. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, UHG mentions the Moon Demon Company, which is a further like, think like Navy SEALs, where the Navy is the Vampire Extinction Unit, and Moon Demon Company is the SEALs. Hmm. Uh. It's like a subsection that's like more advanced or whatever. Like like the extra special tactical yeah. go down there kill vampires. Like mm-hmm. you want to be edgy, you want to be extra edgy. Seal Team Six Six Six. Yeah, pulled that's that out right. of my ass just now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you. Uh, uh, all this talk of how great the military is. No wonder an American studio wanted to license this. Mm-hmm. Hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't don't uh, join the army. Wow, that actually really is good advice. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something that I thought was entertaining about this bit is that you, of all people, who is currently on a revenge quest, tell someone else to not go on a revenge quest. Only I can revenge. <laughs> yeah. No, I need to be the edge lord here. You can't be it. Mm-hmm. Uh. There is, like, a certain level of, like, self-awareness that I think he has at this point, where it's like, this is probably not what my family would have wanted, but I'm doing it anyway, because fuck you. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, and after that moment where he makes Yoichi cry, uh, an explosion happens. I wrote, uh, uh this is the first thing we see is a can of coffee fall out of his groceries. That is some powerful coffee! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Astra, can you uh, get a little closer to your mic? You're a bit quiet. Yeah, give me a Oh wait, I can just turn I can just turn up your volume. That works. There we go. All good now? Yep. Sick. Uh so an explosion happens. Uh in 
everyone's kind of talking over it, but you can kind of hear from the, uh, like, I guess, like, kind of overhead sound kind of thing, uh, like stereo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can hear that a vampire recently escaped from a research facility, specifically a biolab research facility in the city. Yeah, why, why they do they that? Why they that in the middle of the city? Why they had Let's that in see. the middle of the city? Weapon. I have no idea. Like military weapons, trying to create biological weapons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you sure this isn't supposed to be taking place in America? <sighs> I have Japanese uh, Japanese starship troopers. Well, America <laughs> did make Japan hypercapitalist in the fifties, so this is true. This is true. My next note is you is a colossal moron. I don't remember why. I mean, it's not exactly wrong. Oh, right. Uh, Him yeah. blindly running in to go kill a vampire. Mm -hmm. I also thought that he has his weapons in a locker. Like, don't we have, like, some special place to just put them away? <laughs> What's up with someone from just going down and just grabbing weapon and just do-do-do-do? I wrote that down, too. I, I put, uh, wow, you, they let him keep a katana in his locker? Back in my day, we couldn't even have snacks in there. Yeah, and he also kept the gun Shit. that he got from Mika in there, uh, which I just thought was funny. Uh, so it's the it's the gun that he got from Mika that is stored in that locker, and also uh, the sword that we saw him use at the beginning of the episode. It's like the movie uh, Kill Squad, where they have the OSHA approved gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we we get a pretty cool uh, vampire kind of fight scene. Uh, there's a lot of dead people, uh, yep. and so you gets up there. He finds the vampire. Uh, and we get to see something fun, which is that vampires have uh, regeneration properties. Oh, yeah. It's kind of cool to see. Just like your arm gets sliced off, then she just sticks it on, just just, just glues itself back together again. Mm -hmm. that, was, that, was, mm -hmm. that was a sound. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have. We, the fight happens, and I have. Oof. Slash right in the titty window. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh. So they're having this fight. Uh, Yu is not making a lot of headway. Uh, and the vampire is currently at like lower strength and is already ridiculously powerful. And she's trying to drink blood from someone to like get her power back up. Uh, AJ, AJ says, uh, vampires are geckos confirmed. <laughs> uh, so she's about to drink uh, this, like, one girl's blood. Uh, and then fucking Yuichi comes in and tackles her. Uh, and I wrote down, Yuichi, here to save, save the day, but not really. Uh, no. And then they, and they go straight out the window, that. and I just go, Mary Motravero. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, they go out the window. Uh, they, it's, the vampire was, uh, tackling you. Uh, they go out through the window, they land on the ground, and you see that Yu's sword is impaling the vampire through her torso. Uh, and she literally says, this is fucking nothing, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, we see a different sword come through her chest, and it starts, like, smoking from the wound. Double penetration. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mm. And that's that's my good boy Gurren. Uh, he comes and saves you specifically with a cursed blade. Uh, we kind of get to, like this talk. Uh, <laughs> we get a scene where uh, 
you is faced with the reality that he has friends. Uh, he also says, gets a concussion. <laughs> I, I look at the chat. Panda says, bans whoever said that. Oh. <laughs> I was... <laughs> the bad hammer he was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so we get we get some kind of relief with uh, the Aaron syndrome. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, they don't stick to it very, very long. He still has, like, hints of it, but he's no longer just, like that <laughs> you know yeah uh at the end of the episode you and yoichi are assigned to the vampire extermination unit uh and then that's pretty much where our episode ends uh i only have two, two le- notes remaining one was uh i didn't come here to make friends <laughs> <laughs> and the other was uh michaela don't worry about us we're dead as fuck <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's something I didn't mention. He has two flashbacks throughout the episode. There's one at the beginning of the episode where he sees everyone die, and then there's a second one uh, where, like, everyone that died in the first episode shows up again, but they're like, it's okay now, you made friends, finally, you fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> and it kind of leads off with this. It, there's a theme of found family in this. Uh <laughs> in the show mm-hmm. that you can feel like very heavily just from nice. Give me one moment. Uh, Coin Fables, thank you for the follow. Uh, Astro could be reset because the alert you off. Uh, what I was saying is that the show has like a theme of like found family. Yeah. Uh, and there's definitely a theme of like death and loss, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Because uh, we watched like seven children die in the first episode. Uh, probably more than that if you actually did the body count. Uh, but I I enjoy the show a lot. Uh, second episode is a big improvement on the first one. I think. <laughs> yes, it's definitely. Yeah. It's not just less dead children. There's still some dead children, but less than before. It's much less of a bummer, yeah. which I think is is what makes yeah. it improvement. Yeah. Yeah. That is. It, gets, it still keeps that kind of dark tone, because uh, it's you know a post-apocalyptic world kind of scenario. Uh, with vampires and very kind of gothic themes. Uh, mm-hmm. But also friends and family. And I think that's nice. Oh, definitely, definitely a, a, a mood whiplash compared to the first episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, it still has all the, all the darkness, of course, but you know, it, it's not as brutal. Yeah. Although I do, I do like the fact that turns out the bully that, that was, you know, bullying other people around was lying about getting joining the military academy or whatever just so he could feel powerful because you know he's a fucking wuss (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh. yeah he literally says uh i was just doing it because i thought it would make people fear me not respect fear yeah uh and i think that sets up a good uh seed on the military uh Mm -hmm. Because, uh, you know, uh, military, we all have opinions on it. Yep. I think they're not good. Same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it sets up some good stuff. Uh, the first couple episodes are definitely different in tone. Uh, and it will, I think Panda said it in chat, that we'll get a lot of these like mood whiplashes. Uh, but yeah. I, I enjoy this series a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm, st- I'm starting to like it more too. Yeah. I, I think what like 
when it's not 100% just a downer, it works really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still good action, some decent character interactions. It it's overall it's it's at least gets you like interested and now this is more just kind of character building just like okay, you've had your edge lord moment, now it's time to bring you back down to earth and actually be a proper character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, something I do want to note that that Apparently, you have to have your weapons enchanted in order to actually kill a vampire. Mm-hmm. He shot that other vampire straight in the head last episode with a with, a, means... with a vampire gun. Yeah, yeah. So, but they don't they show him in like the opening, so I get the feeling he may be back. Yeah, possibly. So yeah. that plus we don't know how vampire weapons work against vampires. Oh, uh, are are we done with uh, with Sarah for now? Like, for, mm-hmm. for, yeah. okay, then, uh, coin fables, yeah, tr- Trump idiocy, he made a space force, and it's basically just hit, uh, a way to say, hey, I got one thing successfully done. In the words of the great George Carlin, when he com- when it comes to people like Trump or, or others that like to say things to, to better, make themselves feel better about themselves... Uh, some people call it masturbation, not in the sexual sense at this point. Yeah. You know, self-gratification. There you go. He said, he said. That, that's that's great audio, <laughs> Gomer. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Gomer. Uh, uh, I don't know how well it picked up. But, uh, okay. <laughs> raspber- if it didn't pick up, raspberries. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a Netflix comedy about the Space Force. Yeah, I've heard it's not very good. Mainly because no- not nothing about this, about the administration is funny. I'm glad they're gone. Hey, it's yeah. Operator Anmon. Hey! It's time for America. Yes. Oh, boy. Um, oh, oh, boy. Episode two, In the uh, Dark. Uh, we start with an episode one recap. Uh, and then to borrow from my buddy Carl on the Millennium Microphone podcast, intro still fucking slaps. <laughs> he, uh, he puts that for every episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! they do. <laughs> uh... Operate kind of sounds like a mix of Bam Margera and Seth Green. Hmm. I still can't find a voice cast for Operator Anmon yet. I know they posted. I, th- I remember they posted a while back. I, I remember following like the guy on Twitter who does the voice for Operate because I know he did like some voice work in MHA. Yeah, he sounds familiar. If he, he sounds like Todoroki, maybe. He's not Todoroki. He's he was a, he was a more like a smaller cast member. I'm waiting for Google to load so I can look it up. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Kosame at one point, while begging to go home, just goes, "I'll do anything. I'll suck your dick." <laughs> uh, it's Lee George, the voice of Opera. Ah. Uh. Oh. Hang on, I'll, I'll I'll send you a link to the cast. Yeah. Oh, I found it. Oh, you got it. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, Lee George's operate. Ivan Jasso as Kosame. Uh, Brandon McInnes is... Just reading this over. Uh, any... I don't recognize any of these voices. Hmm. None of, none of... I'm not seeing a single name I recognize, but that's fine. Well, there's Caitlin Glass. Who is Caitlin Glass again? Uh, She's like... Uh, Haruhi, she's oh, okay. Winry. Alright. Uh, then yeah, that that's a person. Um, and uh, Zetsi Hyun is Sophia. 
hmm. who's like who's like Haru in Persona Five. Okay. Uh, there's someone named Ace Anderson, which is just an awesome name. There you go. Oh, T- T- TJ. Oh, wait till you meet him. Well, for now, let's focus on episode two. Uh, Sorry. It's not, it isn't like I want to work at Opera. Uh, anyway, God, I am Opera. <laughs> Ooh, fight busking. Yeah, Never bring a fist to a sword fight. Yeah, Opera, yeah. Opera and Kosame start uh, doing a thing in the park where they're like, you, you could try and hit this guy all day and he'll dodge it every time. 45 cents, please. Yep. I love that it works. <laughs> I, I do love that it works. Uh, I like the note that Apare gives uh, Kosame on like, the way back. Yeah. Uh, about uh, you have to get hit sometimes. Uh, otherwise people are going to wise up and stop paying. And Kosame's like, why do I have to do it? Or like, why don't you do it? And then Apare's like, no, that sounds like it hurts. Learn to jump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta take a dive sometimes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah. you'll end up like Daredevil's dad. Hmm. Nobody remembers Daredevil. Okay. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I remember Daredevil. Daredevil's backstory is he got hit with a with a truck with a uh, barrel of acid or radioactive material when he was trying to save his dad, who was being beaten to death uh, because uh, he wouldn't throw a fight. Wow. God damn. And then the radioactive waste went on to make the Ninja Turtles. Yep. <laughs> uh, poke it with a stick! <clears throat> and then a race with cars and stuff? Interesting. Uh, we get more of our supporting cast, I think. Predictably, mm-hmm. Opera enters the place, the race place. Yeah. And then uh, he lear- he, we get some exposition, and then we cut to an early Bob's Big Boy. <laughs> it was uh, obviously a you... red robin. Well, no, it's actually called Bob's, and it's in LA. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I know. Uh, one note that I've got uh, yeah. was that uh, I really like that Cosmate and Opera have like the brightest color palettes uh, of anyone that you kind of see like in LA up until like you start meeting the other racers. Yes. Uh, I know it's yeah. like basic kind of like anime character design stuff, but I just I. <sighs> I really enjoy how much they stand out against, like, everything else. It's just kind of funny, because you can just see, like, Kosame just has, like, the very, just, like, flat blue coloration, and then you have, like, Opera with his bright reds and pinks. Which is also kind of funny when you have the contrast of, like, the red and blue, hot and cold, red only, boon only Mm -hmm. kind of dynamic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it. No Joestar birthmark. Tough luck, kid. (laughs) (laughs) Jojo will come eventually on this podcast. I know it. Yeah. I, I did enjoy that uh, Opera is the always comforting friend, uh, just telling Kosame that his family probably thinks that he's dead already. Yeah, uh, don't yeah, worry I mean... about it. <laughs> uh, okay, where's the one person to tell him to socialize better? Plus, when you, when you <laughs> go back, you'll get a hero's welcome harem. Everybody wins. Yay! <laughs> My next note I have is uh, be gay, do crime. Yes. Uh, there you go. Because they break into the race center uh, to go look at the cars. Uh, my note after that is just women with a bunch of periods after it. I had a uh, feeling. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I have... I have... Uh, no, Gomer, that's thirst. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not thinking about the thirst. Right. Although the thirst is there, but... But I, but I am... I, 
had a thing. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> fucking, uh, we meet uh, our main female character, at least at this point, and she almost runs into Opere, and I wrote, we almost had the origin of Truck-Kun. <laughs> Have you guys ever oh, heard no. about, like, where that trope, like, started? No, uh, I earliest I remember is Yu Yu Hakusho, but it's gotta be before that. There's, I would have to try and find, like, the name of the anime, but it was, like, this, uh, it was, like, a magical girl anime, uh, in, like, the final... like, the Hunger Games or something? Or, oh, never mind. No, no, it was different. Uh, I'll have to see if I can find some stuff about it. Uh, but, like, it, like, it was super, super popular, and then, like, the final episode, uh, of the series, like, they just, like, the entire series was normal for, like, uh... Like magical girl standards, and then at the very end, it's like, oh, she gets hit by a car and fucking dies. Which show is this? I have Holy to find shit. the name again. Let me see if I can that find that it. That sounds familiar. Because I I saw a video about it on YouTube. I think like last year. Wait a minute. I know where I've heard that. That's the ending of Scary Movie. <laughs> <laughs> Scary Movie is my favorite anime. Uh, there you go. Let me see if I can find the name of that while you guys continue talking. But. Yeah, ah, uh, oh, Lordy. With, with her introduction, her name, ah, uh, what was it? God damn. I had her name earlier, I'm blanking on it. Um, but, 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 racing lady. Jilan Jing? Something like that, I don't know. But, but when she started going on about basically, you know, your average, what time period is this, what, like 1800s? Yeah, this is like 1800s. turn of the century. Yeah. Yeah, 1800s, turn-of-the-century American sexism there. Yeah. Very period accurate, even if her outfit isn't. You say, um, you say American sexism like it's not happening all over the world, too. True, but they're in America, so. Fair. I just wanted to make that clear. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I had just... uh, old-timey sexism. Yeah. Because it's like a specific brand. Mm-hmm. And I have tar stuff. <laughs> uh, Racing is in the Dark is my favorite uh, Bjork album <laughs> uh, the, the very 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 rare rough draft of Bruce Springsteen's hit Dancing in the Dark is that what it was I thought, it was, I thought it was I'm thinking of the Bjork movie not the, not the album hi uh, I found the uh, name of the uh-huh. anime I was thinking of Oh. Uh, it's called Minky Momo. Hmm. Uh, hmm. It is a magical girl anime from March 18th was the first episode date in 1982. Hmm. Uh, wow. That probably is the first one then. Uh, so, so episode 46 of the original series, uh, because of its depiction of Momo dying after being hit by a truck carrying toys. Uh, it's the fact that it was carrying toys. Oh, why I am will, I? Uh, I will share this both in our uh, little group chat and also in the stream chat, so people can go see it. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> it, it's uh, it's rough. Uh, this video is titled "Minky Momo Gets Hit by a Truck." Yes. Uh, uh I just have uh, Jilan Jing is awesome. Oh, she is. <laughs> And then, wow, a literal Chinese laundromat. Oh, 1800s. Yeah. And then, 
the next note when you see that he actually like on his on his little uh, sign for the busking, it actually says Oriental Swordsman. I'm just like, I like that they're casually addressing the uh, wild stereotyping that would go on during them. Uh, I still don't, I still don't know this character's name, so look out, behatcheted child. Oh no! Oh joy, more racism. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta gotta love now. That's definitely American brand turn of the century racism right there. That still hasn't gone away. Yeah, uh. say, we're still fucking uh. those people over. But uh, no, we uh, like we get uh an interesting character backstory for Kosume. Literally, my father was killed by a gun. Yeah. But instead of becoming Batman, he just freezes up. I do like the fact they kind of handle just like like post traumatic stress like that, which is like just like I, how he yeah. handled it, just like breathing and just. I breathing. have so many thoughts and feelings. Uh, hi, I'm Astra. I'm your local traumatized person. Uh, mm. The depiction of PTSD is so fucking good. Uh, this is a very good it, show. It's yeah. so good. Uh, I I literally wrote down like in my notes. Uh, this is horrible to say, but I'm so happy that Kosume has PTSD. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. I get it. Because <laughs> it sounds so bad, but it's such good representation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because, like, it's it would make sense that he would just freeze. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's handled so well. And I, ooh, I, ooh. <laughs> uh, I was just, I was very happy to see that representation in that way. Yeah. Uh, I also have in my note uh right before that and America's racist is always consistent. Yep. Uh Yeah. And then my last note is just gunslinger. Yes. Uh, we end with a uh, mystery cowboy saving the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah. yeah. This show's fucking awesome. Like yes. this, this yeah. remains my favorite of the bunch so far. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just that it's... character bit with Kosume Jin uh, Jin Link. I need to. I wrote her name down. I need to learn it more. Uh, Jilan Jing, in general, mm-hmm. just awesome. Yes, I love her. Me, me slowly becoming more and more like Opera. Th- this show is great. Watch it. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, now on to uh, someone dude. I hope I'm not like. It's Chobits, episode one. G U A. I say, if anything, I am. I am definitely closer to Hideki, although not quite like him. I have my differences, but for one, you're the oldest. You know what internal monologue is, and you're also the oldest among us, so it's a bit, uh, yeah, yeah. Because, oh god, so I I do like the. I'm probably going to go into a little bit between manga and anime differences because there are some. Well, before you do, I got I got to do the uh, the back mm -hmm. like info. Yes. Uh, based on a manga by Clamp. Hey, Gomer, did you lay this egg? <laughs> uh, so, if it wasn't you going to make that reference, I would have. Yes, uh, I know, I'm sure Ethan gets it. Astra, do you get what that means? I don't think I do, no. Are you familiar with... like the sentence, hey, Gomer, did you lay this egg? Are you familiar with the, uh, <laughs> the, the studio Clamp? Uh, maybe. They are a, uh, a manga conglomerate, not conglomerate, co- collaboration, like, you, they they are a collective. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. They did stuff like they did Chobits. They did uh, Holic. They did uh, what else have they done? Uh, uh, Magic Night Rayearth, Cardcaptor Sakura. Uh, 
-hmm. also the precursor to Chobits, which was uh, um, um, Angelic Lair. Yes. And, but infamously, they also did a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Adventure Hentai Dojin, which ships they together. Yes, which ships, which ships Jotaro and Kakuin, in which Kakuin lays an egg. And the reason that became infamous is because it's from Clamp, this incredibly famous studio. Oh my god. I remember hearing about that. I don't remember from who or when, but I do remember hearing about that. Yeah. Dear listeners, if you want to take a moment and pause, obviously you can't do it live, but if you're listening later on on your podcaster of choice, and you want to take a moment and pause and let that sink in, I don't think any of us will blame you. Yes, I will say, if, if we do JoJo and we get to part the end of part three, before part four, we may take a, take a one-week break to review the, the fucking manga. <laughs> Because <laughs> there was an OVA apparently. Oh God! Oh, no. I knew that. I, I I did not realize there was an OVA. I, I've seen animation of the of the opening, so I don't know if that's just a fan opening. I should I should stop saying opening when I'm talking about someone laying an egg. Uh, then I guess the yoke would be on you. Oh, I'm gonna go ahead. And say, okay, so I'm gonna go and say it after after Amon's gonna be JoJo Part One. There you go. There we go. I'll I'll call my shot there. There you go. Yes. Uh, uh. So Chobits, though, based on the manga by Clamp, animated by Studio Ooh. Madhouse, and original air date of episode one is uh, February fourth, two thousand two. Yep. Uh. Yeah, Gomer, you can add in the, the differences as we go. Uh, mm-hmm. Our protagonist is eighteen. Very glad a show about a fuck robot isn't centered around a minor. Yeah. As he just starts it on on like this farm taking care of his cow and just like, I swear if Raditz shows up, I'm leaving. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's definitely that was definitely added in just for the anime, because the manga starts up when he's already been in Tokyo for like six months and everything else has been established like cram school, um, his landlady, his his neighbor slash friend, etc. That's already been established by this by like the first part of the original manga. But um, but yeah, here we get to see. Oh, why does he go? Why is he working in? Cram- why is he going to cram school? Well, he got rejected from his university in Tokyo. Cram so of school, course, you... cram school just makes me think of Shaman King. There you go. <laughs> we should. Oh, we should totally do Shaman King at, this, at some point. Uh, AJ, we're talking about <laughs> Chobits. I'll, I'll put it in the chat. Yeah, but um, but you know, he goes to the city, and yeah, the thing about not having an internal dialogue. Oh God. <laughs> That get, that gets him in a couple of embarrassing places, mostly when he's screaming about internet porn. Yeah, uh, he was I trying have... out for Avenue Q. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I wrote in my notes. Uh, who first person to mention Avenue Q gets shamed. Oh, and and I was we haven't even gotten to that point yet in my notes, and you already said it. It's. I mean, it's like uh. It's like when on best on a half in the bag they did uh they did wait hang on which looks like old hentai AJ Chobits or Operator Ronmon uh but it's like on half in the bag when they talked about Batman versus Superman and they had a bet the first person to mention Captain America Civil War loses uh but yeah uh so 
the show starts off with uh, our hero. What's his name? Hideki. Hideki. And I hate to call him our hero because I honestly hate him. Uh, Protagonist. <laughs> guy the plot centers around. Yeah. Uh, it, we, we see him get rejected from college. The lesson is never try. Oh, yeah, nothing wrong with lesson. taking a gap year. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I say as when this when this anime came out, two thousand like what early two thousand two. Yeah, I was in college. Yes, yeah, um, my, that was my 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 freshman year. Yeah, <laughs> I give uh, the intro about a five out of ten on the slipometer, and then eh? cow. We just get a shot yes. of a cow for a few seconds. That, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, they, 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 I think they do that throughout the entire series. They have that little bop thing and then something just little transitional thing. I don't know why it's the only series I've seen that actually does that. That I can think of. Uh, hmm. it's a fine opening. It's just it's just kind of bland for my taste. It's, there's no real like movement to it. It's just it's focused on Hideki and Chi for the most part of it. So it's mm-hmm. just. I, I do kind of like the part where they actually like they sync up the lips to the the song. That's kind of neat, and the music yeah. is kind of fine. But I was overall, just, I was more going with uh, the the music rather than the yeah. uh, visuals. Because if the music yeah. doesn't bore me, I'm not looking at the visuals. If the music does bore me, that is uh, right. It's kind of like a balance of all of, all of the elements, but like yeah, I can kind of see it just being kind of middle of the road. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's oh. slap like a lot of the other ones that I've heard over the years, but it's good in its own right. It's good enough for me to go and find it. Oh, that's oh, the big no. thing there for me. No, I'm looking at the chat. Uh, AJ says, the show looks like old hentai. And <laughs> Panda's like, damn, how do you know what old hentai looks like? And AJ responds, two words, <laughs> Newgrounds 2014. Oh, God. Only uh, 2014. Only 2014. Wow. That era of Newgrounds. Yeah, you young whippersnappers. <laughs> point is, po- point is... That was the era where they where the front page was usually just flooded with uh, with older hentai, which is weird when someone was just looking looking for ego uh, uh, raptor cartoons. Yeah, or those or oh, I don't remember who did it, but he did like a like a four part series of um, Super Mario Land sprite animated cartoons. Oh yeah, those are good. Anyway, oh, yeah. we're getting off topic. Yeah, uh, robots. You can't tell you me people. Go- you you can't tell me people don't fuck these robots. Oh, I'm sure they do. Also, you see a large majority of female robots, but I have to ask, where are the gynoids? They're around somewhere. Obviously, they don't show them very much because <laughs> they want to focus on the women. Uh, but but male... Did you intentionally male, say uh... gynoids? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> but yeah, male Persicons do exist. But um, they're very, there's just few and far between, at least in the scope of our story. I'm just imagining, just like, like you have all just the regular, just like like female style anime uh, uh, persicoms, and then you just have just like the women rock around with just like massive like Fabio style persicoms. Oh, well, this is Jeff Jap- for a Fabio persicom. <laughs> <laughs> That's Fabio- a joke. I like women more than I like men. Uh, Fabio persicom <laughs> sounds like uh, sounds sounds like a, a fake author you would hear uh, in a show about <laughs> Italy. <laughs> Uh, where the female I I know what you meant but it's a good question mm-hmm. uh, so uh, Hideki finds a naked but bandaged up 
uh, Persicom in a trash heap. And he says, quote, we don't want more holes in the ozone layer. So I'll stick yeah. my ho- I'll stick my ozone in, in their holes. <laughs> the thing about Hideki is, yeah, definitely very sexually minded, but also kind of, I want to say modest, but also repressed. I, I, I'm, I'm not I sure. Say if, that if he's like somewhere along the lines of uh, like naive. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. But yeah, it's like he knows what he wants, but at the same time, it's like, uh, is it really right? And also, you totally skipped over the part where he he got made it to his apartment. He 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 met the Miss Landlady, and he met he met his next door neighbor Shinbo Shinbo. Blah, 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 I rented this tongue, and his tiny little persicom Sumomo, who is adorable and hilarious. I don't know if I could have just a tiny little robot person sitting on my shoulder. I feel like that one guy from Common Rider O's. Can you have her sit on your head? And, and... You're missing the point. Just like having a little person <laughs> seems a little bit odd. Like, I mean, if you had like a little robot individual that could provide evasion, which is like, like a bird or like just a, like, like, a, like a phone. I could work with, I could honestly work with any kind of setup on that one, but, but she's adorable. Especially when she's sitting in Shinbo's hair and just saying pornocytes over yeah, and over I again. Qu- I have a question now. Uh-huh. Do... No, I don't think he fucks her. <laughs> Didn't even have to get, get a single word out. <laughs> I did not I even have to say a single thing. I don't think it would even fit. I- I'm not saying it would fit. I'm saying he would try. No, probably not. Oh, just... But yeah, that that and then it go, it goes on to where Hideki finds Chi. Yes, uh, I, I have a question about Chi. Mm-hmm. Why does this robot have a navel? Why not? Oh, you know, aesthetics. Yeah. My question is, why does she have a UMD? Uh, my question was, why was the button there? Oh, because I'm fairly certain. I, I'm fairly certain Elon Musk designed these robots. <laughs> actually, wait. That's I take, not I, what they mean when I, they I, say turn her on. I take that back. Yeah. That, would, that would require him actually being successful at something. And wouldn't you know it? Her Basically, her G-spot being her, her activation button. That's, that's, not what because, that's not what flicking the switch means. No, but, it do, but it does become a plot point. <laughs> I love all the Robbie D scared emotes in chat. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a vaginal power button was the designer Georgia O'Keefe. I I couldn't find a way to make the Elon Musk joke work until I actually said it. So, uh, yeah, that's fair. And I I just wrote your priorities are weird, dude. Yeah, that's just a bit like. Uh, I mean, she's a machine, but she also looks human. I'm assuming you're talking about yeah how he couldn't look her in the face while he was turning her on. Uh, and then hiding her from Shinbo because earlier he told him he doesn't have a purse to cop, and now suddenly he does when, yeah, all it would take was a few seconds. Hey, I found her in the trash. Yeah, oh. or or even if you if you want to still lie and you're too ashamed to admit you went dumpster diving, just go like, yeah, I saw I saw yours, I saw everybody else's, I got jealous, and I, wa- I got it one at a discount. Done! 
Because, uh, but that wouldn't cause shenanigans. Yeah, I, I hate for shenanigans <laughs> that, like this, and I wrote, God, the protagonist is a moron. Just a little bit. He does get better. Okay, good. But, because, Jesus but, Christ. Yeah, but uh, but the other thing I think, he, he may have mentioned it, I don't know if he mentioned it to Shinbo directly, but he did mention that he can't really afford a Persicom the size of Chi, or even a, a laptop. That's Because he's broke as fuck. Again, just lie and say it's a second-hand store. Huh? <laughs> oh, he may just be that broke. True. Uh, I wrote Chi is going to carry the series because she is adorable. Yes. Like nothing she but is. good things to say about Chi. She's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my last note. <laughs> That's, <it>. That's the <laughs> note. Was that just it? Just yeah. That was, that was my note. <laughs> my last note was FBI. Open up. <laughs> Coin, god damn it. Oh I'm not saying that one out loud, but yeah. It's spoilers, not it's it's not filthy, it's just yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh I know one of my my notes that I wrote down during this is that it almost felt like it was an ad for the internet. Uh Mm -hmm. at a couple points because it was just like the internet can do so many great things. Or porn. And it was like, you can talk to people, and then you can go on porn sites. And I was like, all right, okay. Uh." Oh, yeah, I I did reference, I I did write down uh, a couple things I I skipped over. uh, Hideki's like, wow, all these people. I I only used to talk to cows and horses. I'm just like, did they never, did you not have a family on the farm? Well, you see, after I talked to the horse and they told me to kill my family, I kind of did my own thing. Yeah. Okay, Hideki. Funnily enough, my next note is what in the fuck? <laughs> I mean, in fairness, it, it, it's it's one of those things. I I still even question. Wait, did you not have friends in in like your school growing up? Yeah. What? Like, I get it's a joke, but like, yeah. It, it, I feel like he was probably homeschooled. Uh, could have been. That makes sense. That was the idea that I had there. Hmm. Possibly. Uh, yeah, because I don't think it says anywhere else. Coin, like, we already like did in the that. Or anything. <laughs> uh, yeah. I have, uh, Shimbo goes, I'm 18-2, and I wrote, 18-2, the sequel to 18! <laughs> if 18 is so great, like, I, Googling. I lo- That's one of my favorite jokes the McElroy brothers ever did during Monster Factory. I-Size 2, the sequel to I-Size? <laughs> <laughs> And I wrote down, you know, pers- I think Persicoms might be amazing. Because for like five minutes, all Hideki's dialogue is, uh, Persicoms are great. They could do all this stuff. Persicoms are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I mean, yeah. And, and we do realize, and this is more for the benefit of people who may not already know or may not, this might be their introduction to something. I don't know. Yes. Like, but, you know, 2002 the- being... Being the time, being a time where the internet was nowhere near as big as it was now. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it was still the growing internet. So yes. of course you got to be like, yes, all this is awesome. Yeah, so, no, I get that. It's more uh, just because uh, it's first time for me too. Like that's the whole premise of the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I meant like first introduction to like anime and the internet in general, which oh, okay. in 2020, not actually, but you know. Yeah. Um, but you know. I I wrote down, uh, hey, dick nuts. Why would someone throw away a brand new model? <laughs> yeah. I was thinking the same thing. It was like, well, why do you think they threw it away? Uh, 
Yeah. In I, the words I, of in the words of Ripper Song, spoilers. I mainly just wanted to say we just call him Dick Nuts. <laughs> I had oh. one bit where it's basically where he's uh, at the convenience store and like the person comes asking if he can just like if she wants him to if he wants her to like warm up his food and just like robots took her germs. <laughs> See, I, I had two thoughts. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing that's actually more accurate than anything else. <laughs> yeah, no, that that makes sense. Yeah. Automation should be taking the shitty jobs. Damn straight. Automation is taking all of the jobs, though. Yeah. yeah. Wait, did you say automation or funimation? Automation. Yes. No, not funimation. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, hi, I'm your local social work student, and I know too much about policies. Uh. <laughs> uh, uh I, I, it was fine. I, I'm, I'm willing to watch more. It's just I, I hate idiot protagonists. Eh, and that's fair. This was the Love Hina era, so it was full of idiot protagonists. Yeah, I remember when I first watched it, it was like, yeah, I can see some similarities with Love Hina in that both main characters end up flunking out of getting into their preferred it's college. Specifically and... Tokyo University. <laughs> yeah. Well, Keitaro's case is Tokyo University. Hideki, it, it doesn't really specify. It was a university in Tokyo. It's close enough. Yeah. Generic of course, place the, of schooling. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And of the, course, the motivations are way different. The point. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> but there's uh, enough similarities. Yes. Plus, it's Crispin Freeman, and he can make even the dumbest of characters more charming. Y- yeah. Wait, which one's Crispin Freeman? Uh, he's the one who does the voice for Hideki. Okay. He's the guy who also does the voice for, like, Alucard. Yeah, I'm just Hell's used to him as Alucard. Well, I'm... Thing, he's like does like like very over the top dramatic scary characters, but yeah. then just like regular guy kind of characters. Although, if we are gonna talk about more, the next series I may bring up is S. Cryed, and he plays one of my favorite characters of all time. We'll find out. <laughs> uh, I I mainly know Taka as as Alucard at this point. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so we have our final show of the of uh the the episode. Oh, before we get into that, I do want to say, above anything else when it comes to, especially this first episode of Jobits, it's great for reaction memes. <laughs> it's pretty good for that, yeah. But, okay. I will concede that point, <laughs> yeah. Fan is like, yeah. S. Cryed, someone else remembers that? You're out there? <laughs> I remember. Great cougar for life, baby. There you go. <laughs> uh... Let's see. Yeah, uh, Astra, Ethan, thoughts on on the episode? Uh, it's like I I think I talked about it last uh, like the last time that we were on this. Uh, but like the slice of life anime kind of stuff was not like usually my thing. Uh, right. So it's it's definitely new to me. Uh, I have some weird vibes from it, but it's also an anime from two thousand two. So, yeah. it's to be expected, I think. Uh, overall, I think it's, like, very silly. Uh, I'm not sure how self-aware it is yet. Uh, but I feel like we're gonna... It'll get, hopefully, a little bit better. Yeah, uh, I, will, I, I will say, stick with it. You will, it, it is worth sticking with. Mm. Yeah, I remember, like, I used to... I remember I first watched this series back when I was in, like, early in university and it was around the time where i was kind of just like okay i've kind of watched a lot of action series i kind of want to dip my toes into more kind of more like 
slice of life kind of series and it was also kind of the time just kind of like oh no it's just going to be like cringy humor and pointless fan service but you know first episodes go it's a little bit of that but you know the characters to the least you can at least relate in some degree and they're you know likable to an extent so mm-hmm. not the worst episode but still it's 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 good for what it is yeah mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely, you can feel the 2002 era anime in it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you know, it's, I think it's important to keep the time that, like, each of these things were made in, in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's bad. Uh, it's just, like, again, like, something I'm more getting used to while we're watching these. Yes, and speaking of getting used to, oh, it'll rock it. Oh, oh episode, boy. <laughs> episode two, the man was waiting. Mm-hmm. I have like six notes because this show it's it's fine it's good it's just i don't have a lot to say because uh it's so like abstract and odd that you just kind of stop taking notes and just kind of absorb it all Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but here's what i do have we start off with the cast literally watching the the previous episode and then the eight out of ten opening more sex jokes yeah (laughs) Please don't talk about secretions. <laughs> and then uh, Gen's like, shut the fuck up, AKG. I'm going to fuck your girl now. Yeah. Oh, lordy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this town blows. Because they outlawed fun again. Yeah. Uh, no fun allowed. Uh, the royal cock block. <laughs> oh, shit. Someone died. Yeah, uh, I have in my notes. Uh, I have I have cute OP uh, for opening, super silly and still and it's like really fun. Uh, and I put, uh, oh baby, it's monster time again. There's a dead woman in the streets, because uh, <laughs> there is just straight up a woman that is fucking like bleeding out on the concrete. And that's the end yeah. of my notes, bonk. Yeah, and that and that particular seems like there's the dark the dark demon animal, whatever that it actually killed the woman, and then the other the white demon who I believe basically is Sora, which I which mm-hmm. what she introduces herself as this episode. Yep. It was like oh shit, framed. What the fuck, Sora? Mm-hmm. Insert Kingdom Hearts jokes here. I did it for you. I literally have that written down. <laughs> uh i know one of my notes that i had is that i really like uh that seikichi and sora have like opposite color palettes uh mm-hmm. seikichi has like very warm colors and then obviously sora has very uh like cool little cool like blue colors yeah uh, uh one of my other notes is that the ninja militia sure is out and about during the day uh yeah and I really like that the one was just laying on the fucking ground waiting, waiting for, like, the cop dude, rather than, like, on a roof or in an alleyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and my last note is that I'm really enjoying the blend of, like, science and fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, like, underneath it, like, you, you do, like, see them kind of talking about, like, you know, like, there's these monsters and they're being hunted. Uh, because whatever reason one of them is at least killing people uh and then like sora and seikichi and like sora is like using chemicals to make like these fires like look different colors and such uh 
Hold on. I will be right back. Actually, I'm going to call. Okay. Okay. I think it's kind of like the thing with this series. Like you see, it's like so ab- abstract. But it's just like, it can go from just like mood whiplash in a second. Just like, oh, you're having a funny scene on the row house. Worsen's dead. What? <laughs> yeah. Just, Okay. And it's it's one of those things you just all right this this roller coaster you just sit in the thing let the lap bar come down and let it take you where it may and hope that and hope that the roller coaster is not a bad one mm-hmm. or otherwise in disrepair yay sorry it was just my dad asking if we still had leftovers mm-hmm. uh, uh. but uh, yeah I was like I really enjoyed that they kind of like actually talked about like these like certain chemicals like help make these different kind of colors in fire and such yep mm-hmm. uh i always enjoy when there's like a slight educational aspect of things uh it's part of why i think i'm liking Aparayaman so much too yeah uh, yeah this kind of like secondhand learning from things you know kind of makes me think of dr stone <laughs> <laughs> might, might be another thing on this podcast oh yeah Get excited. Let's see. With uh, with that, uh, let's move on to our closing thoughts. What was the best show this week, and why was it Operator Onmon? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's not even fucking close. Operator Onmon is yeah. on another fucking level. This show is amazing. It's so Yeah, it is. I, I, in fairness, I, I'm one of those, I like each of them equally for their own things. Um, but overall, I, I am appreciating Opera Ranman more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Seraph of the End is Seraph of the End was a number two this week, uh, mm-hmm. and I'd say uh, Oda Rocket and then Chobits. Yeah, I think I'm about like the same area on each of those. Uh, Seraph of the End is obviously something that's close to me, uh, so I have a big bias on that. Uh, yeah, Opera is just a lot of like fun so far. Yeah. Uh, I really like Oedo Rocket. Uh, it still has this kind of like hyperactive aspect uh, to it. It's a lot. It was a lot more toned down this week than it was last week. Um, yeah, but it still does kind of like hop all over the place. Uh, yeah, and then Chobits is uh, fourth mainly just because like I'm not used to the like slice of life kind of genre. Uh, but and it's you know. <laughs> it's it's an older anime. Uh, I guess not older, but it's too old. I mean, yeah, it's almost twenty years. Oh lordy, Jesus Christ! Yep. Oh, the, I didn't like that. Uh... <laughs> um. So, are we keeping I, all four yeah. shows this week? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Then, uh, next week is gonna be, uh. More of the same. It's going to be Chobits Episode 2. It's going to be Operator Ramon Episode 3. Surf at the End Episode 3. And Oda Rocket Episode 3. Alright, so. Uh, we'll see you next week on Randomé. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.